good at evening. I think most of you know me, but for those of you who don't, like you said, my name is Craig Reynolds. Um, I just want to see it, say that I'm deeply humbled and honored to be up here before you tonight and to share what the Lord has put on my heart. I want to share with you a passage of scripture that is found in uh, Matthew chapter 16, verses th- uh, 13 through 19. And it says, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others, Jeremiah, one of the prophets. But what about you, he asked, who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give to you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. When I read this passage, I couldn't help but think of how relevant these, these verses are in the day and age that we live in today. When Jesus asked the disciples, who do you say the Son of Man is? The disciples replied with the responses of what the people in society at that time had been saying about who Christ is. But Peter's response was different. He wasn't just answering a question. He was making a declaration when he said, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And I began to think of how in this time that we live in, here in 2020, where there are many false and distort descriptions and versions of Jesus Christ, how important it is for us as believers in Christ to make a stand and declare who Jesus Christ is. There are many twisted views of who Christ really is. Some people believe that Jesus was a good man and a prophet, but he was not the Messiah. Some people say that he never really died on the cross. Some people say he never, uh, the idea of, of Jesus being born of a virgin, dying on a cross, and uh, resurrecting from the dead is way too far-fetched to believe. Some people believe that Jesus and his entire life and existence is all a myth. And some people say that Jesus is not the only way to heaven, but that there are multiple ways to get there. But who are we saying that Christ is as the church today? The society that we live in is one that is completely contrary to the word of God. And this is even in certain churches in America and even right here in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. There are churches and ministers who do not preach against worldly things such as drunkenness and gambling, but participate in them as well. There are churches that not only support same-sex marriage, but have ordained ministers or homosexual. There are churches that will not speak out against abortion as, marriage, or, uh, as, abortion as murder, but support abortion as a woman's right. We live in a society that wants to silence the voice of the church and drown out the gospel and the truth of Jesus Christ, and there is a constant attack on God's creation. The total number of, of abortions in the U.S. from 1973 to 2018 was 61.8 million plus. 186 abortions per 1,000 live births, according to the Center of Disease Control. U.S. abortions in 2017, 862,320. Abortions per day, 2,362 plus. Abortions per hour, 98 plus. One abortion every 96 seconds. 13 and a half abortions per 1,000 women age 15 to 44 in 2017. Another attack the devil is waging and is the battle in the stronghold of addiction. Almost 21 million Americans have at least one addiction, yet only 10% of them receive treatment. Drug overdose, drug overdose deaths have more than tripled since 1990. From 1999 to 2017, more than 700,000 Americans died from, an, from overdosing on a drug. Alcohol and drug addiction cost the U.S. economy over $600 billion every year. In 2017, 34.2 million Americans committed DUI, 
21.4 million under the influence of alcohol and 12.8 million under the influence of drugs. About 20% per, 20 of Americans who have depression or an anxiety disorder also have a substance use disorder. More than 90% of people who have an addiction started to drink alcohol or use drugs before they were 18 years old. More than, uh, or excuse me, Americans between the ages of 18 and 25 are most likely to use addictive drugs. One area where the devil is really attacking hard and has been very successful in is the battleground of the mind. In 2018, there were 48,344 recorded suicides, up from 42,773 in 2014, according to the CDC's National Center for Health Statistics. On average, the U.S. suicide rate increased 24% between 1999 and 2014 from 10.5 to 13 suicides per 100,000 people, the highest rate recorded in 28 years. And during all this, the church has been attacked as well. U.S. church membership was 70% or higher from 1937 to 1976, falling to an average of 68% in the 1970s through the 1990s. The past 20 years have seen an acceleration in the drop-off, with a 20 percentage point decline since 1999, and more than half of that change occurring since the start of the current decade. On average, 69% of U.S. adults were members of a church in 1998 through 2000, compared with 52% in 2016 through 2018. Since the turn of the century, the percentage of U.S. adults with no religious affiliation has more than doubled from 8% to 19%. And during this pandemic, one in three practicing Christians have stopped attending church due to COVID-19. In a society of lost and broken people who need to hear the gospel, the attack from the enemy this past year has made it very difficult to share the gospel. While bars, abortion clinics, stores stayed open, churches could not meet in fellowship and worship, and churches and pastors were fined for holding services. In July of this past year, California banned singing and chanting activities in places of worship. Later of that same month, California also banned indoor services, including at-home Bible studies. And during this pandemic, it has been almost impossible to go and minister to the sick and dying in the hospitals, nursing homes, and other care, medical care facilities. A prophetic minister by the name of Jeremiah Johnson said this in one of his messages from this past year. I believe the two great wars that the devil is waging in 2020 is concerning authority and time. The two great battles that the devil is waging in 2020 is concerning authority and time. According to the Hebrew calendar, we are in the year of the mouth. Can everybody point to their mouth? We are in the year of the mouth. How will they hear the gospel if we don't preach? Life and death is in the power of what? Social media? It's in the power of the tongue. God created our bodies. He put authority in our mouths. And it's no coincidence that in the year of the mouth, you've got to put a mask over your mouth. He went on to say, I am absolutely, and I want you to hear it from my mouth, I'm absolutely placing zero condemnation on anyone who wears a mask. I think it's a stupid battle to wage on who should wear a mask and who shouldn't wear a mask. What I'm simply doing right now is pointing out to you the prophetic symbolism. I do not believe that it is a mistake that in the year of the mouth, a virus has been unleashed upon the world, and what's required to operate during the time of the virus is to shut your mouth.
has attempted to put people in places of authority to silence the body of believers in Christ. But we know how this story ends, and we know who is victorious. The Lord has given us the ability and the authority to speak life, and he has given us power to pray and intercede. And it's time to separate the apostate church from the true church of Jesus Christ. We are living in the most crucial and pivotal time in our history of our nation and as the church of Jesus Christ. And we can't afford to be silent. We have to share the gospel now more than, forever, more than ever. Jesus gave us the command to go out and share the gospel and bring people to him in Matthew 28 and 18 through 20. And it says, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go make disciples of all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of age. And the gospel is for everyone, regardless of their past, their social status, or their race. I love what Billy Graham said about Christianity when he said, it's not a white man's religion, it's not a black man's religion, it's a world religion. Jesus said in John 12 and 32, and I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. And Romans 1 and 16 says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it's the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. There are many violent and evil attacks that the enemy has waged and is continuing to wage. And this can make this world seem so bleak and hopeless and looking for answers to all the problems. There is an answer to all the problems, and it can be summed up in two words, Jesus Christ. Jesus is hope, love, joy, peace, rest, understanding. He forgives us of our sins and loves us despite of our mistakes and failures. He turns mourning to dancing. He gives beauty for ashes. He turns shame into glory. He came into this world born of a virgin. He lived a perfect, sinless life. He was rejected, beaten, crucified, and then took the punishment that we all deserved. He was placed in a tomb, but that was temporary. On the third day, he rose from the dead, conquering death, hell, and the grave. He was the ultimate sacrifice for sin, giving us direct access to God the Father. Death couldn't hold him down, and he will soon be returning for his church. He's the only way to salvation. He's the Lord of lords. He's the King of kings. He's the first and the last. He's the beginning and the end. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He is the one who was, who is, and who is to come. John 1 and 1 through 5 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. That life was the light of all mankind. That light shines in darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. John 3 and 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Romans 5 and 8 says, But God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we were sinners, Christ died for us. Matthew 28 and 6 says, He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Romans 10 and 9 through 10 says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Philippians 2 and 10 through 11 says that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Revelations 3 and 11 says, I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take your crown. This is who Jesus Christ is. 
We live in a world that needs to hear the gospel, and it's up to us to share it. The time is coming where our faith is going to be tested, and each and every one of us are going to have to give a Simon Peter answer. And it's either going to be declaring who Christ is or denying him when the pressure is turned on. Which answer will you give? I challenge each and every one of you to go out and share the gospel, no matter where you're at, to a friend who may be struggling, to a family member you've been praying for, or at work or school, wherever you may be. Share the Lord with everyone you can, because he is the only answer to all our problems, and he is the only one who can make all things new. Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. The greatest gift we can ever give to someone is the good news and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let's get, in out, let's get out into our community and turn it upside down with the gospel of Jesus Christ.